Tiger's got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're gonna go nuts when he hits this thing. <laughs> Episode 31. 31. <laughs> go ahead. Episode 31 of the Bogey <laughs> Boys <you> Back <laughs> Nine podcast. This is Blake Ross. Your boy Rob. And James. What's going on? Episode 31. We're back. Do we start with the usual order? Yeah. I gave you guys a heads up on this one because I want good answers. Yep. Which is why I want a top five dead or alive rappers. Hit it. Yeah, no, I um, because this is one that could take a lot of time. Yeah, so I wanted to give you a little heads up. There's definitely a lot to think about with this one. A De- lot, dead or alive. Um, dead and alive. Dead and alive. So top five of each. No. Oh no. Top five. No, no, no. Just top. It's five. just a phrase. You say top I five, it was dead top or alive. Five of each. No. I think. I was making a list. Your top five favorite rappers of all time. I think sure. it can be interpreted in a few different ways. You can interpret it based on skill or popularity Bars, or like success. Yeah. yeah. Like sure. based on, you know, Grammys I want, or whatever, I want yours, but though. like, yeah, just for me personally, I definitely lean towards a little bit of a West Coast bias. So <laughs> me too. when it comes to, especially when it comes to like the older rappers, like, yeah. If we're talking like, 90s. Like Tupac's on my list. Yeah, like, me too. Yeah, like, same. so he's definitely has to go on my list. Um, it's it's a little tough. Well, well, I'm gonna start from the bottom in my five slot. Give me Kanye West in the five slot. That's I good. think he has to be at least on the list for me. I just think that the discography is too deep. I think that there's too many classics. He's also like, I mean, that's what I grew up listening to is a lot of Kanye West. So I think he definitely deserves the five spot for me. His impact in the game has been enormous. Yeah, he's affected. Yeah pop music and hip-hop for 20 years yeah and um i think in the four slot in the four slot i'm gonna go ahead and go and this might not be on your guys's list but i'm gonna go ahead and go snoop dogg like i think snoop dogg is super versatile i mean obviously the huge bangers back in the day but i mean he had a lot of contemporary music like even in the early 2000s that i thought was was really good and really popular and i just think he's a great performer and versatility and, seems like a strong word yeah but sure so i don't think he's the most versatile rapper but well he's ma- he's made some like pop hits too like that's what i think and like just like collaborations with mm-hmm. other artists i just think he's done a tremendous job i think he's collaborated with like every single artist yeah, yeah. out there <clears throat> he's not afraid to like just try some crazy shit on it in the three slot Give me Notorious B.I.G. Whoa. Give me Notorious B.I.G. I think... Not mm, on my list. <laughs> I it, like him. He's not on my top five. You know, five. I is actually... East Coast? Yeah. And, and yeah. this is not because of what you said, but I think I'm going to make Notorious He's B. an honorable mention. Yeah, maybe. I was about to say. he's he's my. I'm going to make him my honorable mention because I, I have my list mixed up, but yes. If we're talking like bar ability, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. If we're talking kind of a goofy voice... He's also in that conversation yeah. of a lisp, but like bar and lyrical, yeah, genius, yeah. incredibly smart. Exactly. 
That's exactly huge how impact for how short a time he was alive. So I think Tupac is a better rapper. To but. to replace him in my three spot because I totally glazed. I think I I didn't say him yet. Was Tupac? Tupac is in my three. You slot. said you mentioned he's in your list. Yeah, the LK. Tupac so is Tupac is definitely the third in my list. Two, one of the best to ever do it. Yeah, I yeah. mean just yeah, bangers. It's, especially coming from the West Coast, it's yeah. He is he's West the Coast hip hop. Yeah, like that's how I look at it. For the mm-hmm. two slot, I'm putting Drake. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I'd be shocked if he wasn't in both of your guys' list. He's in my list. For yeah. me, it's definitely he's definitely locks in the two slot. If for we're me, talking like pop bangers, for me, versatility. Yeah, lengthen the career. Being he's probably been the number one rapper for 10, 12 years. Yeah, um, and then the, tough. That's hard to beat. So yeah, Drake in my two slot, and then for me, I'm giving the nod. Can I guess? Can sure. I guess your number one? Sure. Sorry, you were going to say something. Can no, no, no. That, I was going to say who it was, but... <laughs> oh, you were? Okay, my number one guess for you would be Eminem. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Not a crazy guess. I don't yeah, think I that... Guess Eminem. I think that there's certainly debate about number one, but for me and how I interpret mm-hmm. top five best dead or alive rappers, I think of Eminem, and even though I think you could definitely make um, an argument for other people's music being better but i just think that Mm -hmm. his i think the thing that gets overlooked is just the overall skill that he has i think the skill that eminem possesses combined with the the music that he's put out i for me it's so hard for me to not give him the number one spot just because i think that not only is this music good but like his his actual ability is, I think, the best by far out of that entire group. I don't even think it's quite close. In Two terms things. Of skill. Two things I want to touch on. Sure. One, he's a little bit of a lyrical miracle, spiritual. You know what I mean? He can be a little corny with his. Mm-hmm. It's only about spitting as many <laughs> words as possible. Okay. And I think he's had some corny lyrics before. I do mm-hmm. think, like, as far as like on paper and technical ability, I, I believe you're right. Yeah, I mean, is he make my favorite songs, rap songs of all time? No, is he yeah. a part of them? Probably, he's probably had a hand in some of them. But I think that he could make music, though, if he wanted to, more popular. That's totally, that's totally. what I think. Yeah. Is, you ever heard the song Forever? Yeah. Absolutely murders that. Yeah. Murders that verse. So, he could be on a lot more popular music. And but, so when you say like, oh, lyrical spiritual, like I, he's just like doing that on purpose, just to just fuck around almost that's how i interpret it like not like you know when you said that like oh sometimes drake raps not everything has to be a bar like to me yeah, that's eminem yeah, like yeah. eminem does the exact same thing except he's on he's just making he's just putting out what he enjoys at that point because he's already showcased his ability and just his overall skill set as a rapper so I, mean, I don't think anyone out there doubts his ability so yeah maybe he doesn't have to lean so much into the lyrical miracle spiritual yeah so super confidential so in <laughs> summary orange or whatever in summary the honorable mention notorious big in the five slot i had kanye west in the four slot i had snoop dogg in the three slot i had tupac in the second slot i had drake in the one spot i had eminem and that wow. would that That's would wrap list. up it's pretty good do you have any other honorable mentions? I mean, I, I think that there's... I don't want to spoil anybody's list True. because I would True. prefer to have you guys pitch okay. me on why yeah. they're on your list. But there's... I mean, I, I think there's there's two very, you forgot very... someone There's enormous. two very, very clear ones that I think that you, either both of you or at least one of you will be in like the top three. You forgot an insane one. But again, we'll, you don't we'll, want to spoil. We'll, yeah, we'll see who... Do you want to go first or me? I can, I'll go. Okay. I want to Give go. me a five and an honorable mention. All right. <clears throat> Number five. It doesn't have to be absolutely locked. 
Like, oh, I know. Top five. There's a little wiggle room. Meaning, like, your, your third could be two, or you, it doesn't matter. Like, in your opinion, whatever you want. I mean, it's, it's hard because, like, you can do, you know. I want your favorite. I think the viewers would want to know right. your favorite, I, not, I, not I, Lyrical Miracles. <laughs> number five, I'll do Juice, Juice World. Whoa. Wow. That is Whoa. a big nod for Juice World. I appreciate, I love Juice World. I'm I a big sure fan. I do. Yeah. I'm not going to put him, like, any higher, but. I'd say five. He can. Okay. I think he did. had a huge impact in the two or three years he made yeah. music. Enormous impact. Yeah. Very talented. Not the most versatile. A little one-dimensional. A lot about like drugs and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. That was what he knew at twenty years old or whatever. Yeah, huge impact. Super died super young. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, amazing artist. I wouldn't say the best rapper, but like singing and hooks, absolutely killer. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Interesting pick. I respect it. Number four. Um, number four, I might have to go J. Cole. Okay. Yeah. That's one Blake. I'm surprised I didn't mention J. Cole. I'm not uh, like, I like J. Cole. I'm, I'm definitely not the biggest J. Cole stan. Definitely okay. not. Yeah. Number, th- what am I on? Three? Number yeah. three. I'll go Drake. Yeah. Number three. No surprise to anyone really. Um, I think number two is gonna have to be Little Wayne. Okay. Easy, that's a good and one. Easy's a good one. Number one would be Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Okay. Honorable mention would be Tupac. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you definitely have a slightly different list a than more mine modern. because you you definitely have a more modern. Yeah, yeah. So I'm saying it's just yeah, yeah. mine was just more modern. We can definitely respect that. I, I mean, I respect the list for sure. I mean, Juice World in the five slot a little questionable because mm-hmm. of some of the o- older rappers that I think could slide in there. But I mean, the fact that he makes it, it's just kind of like you like we said it it shows like the impact of modern rap and where it's yeah. landed on your radar. So that's that's cool. We can like, respect that. I love Future, but I would never call him like a top 10 rapper. I like his music. Yeah. He's had a huge impact. I do like Juice World though. Big fan. Okay. <laughs> top five. I don't know if I can give a super solid order. Should I? You you definitely, I definitely want an order out of here. Okay. You. Okay. Um, number five, I'll go J. Cole. Okay, I'll go so J. Cole. J. Cole does make your top five. I think he has a great discography. I think he's avoided some corniness. He's definitely, <laughs> there's a corn factor. Yeah. That's always taints a rapper to me. It's like stupid ass bars, stupid lyrics. Okay. Sometimes, the occasional. I, I want to interject here because you both have J. Cole and I just want to say, because when I think of J. Cole, and, and like I said, I'm a very casual rap fan is how I would describe it. But when I think of J. Cole, I think of 90210 Forest Drive, and then I think That's of... That's an incredible... It's 2014 which, Forest Drive. Oh, 24, whatever. Yeah, 2014 Forest Drive. And then mm-hmm. I think of, like, collaborations and features that he's been a part of. Mm-hmm. I don't really... I, I I did like one of his albums. I forget what it's... Uh, fuck. Um, there's Born Center. There's Sideline Story. It was a recent for one. For Your Eyes Only. Well, it was a recent one. Like, K-O-D. the last two albums. It was the one with all the periods on it. I don't remember. I have to. I have to look. I this think up. you're underestimating his discography, frankly. I yeah, maybe I am, but I just don't like. I don't but know. I feel how, like even like I feel like they weren't on the top charts, or there's just like not my. He's definitely not known for like at huge bangers, but like yeah. if you look at his full discography, like wow, that's pretty impressive. Uh, the off season is the album that I like. Okay, I really like the off. I probably like the off season more than 2014 Forest Hills Drive, but Whoa. I do give a lot of respect to 2014 Forest Hills Drive. I think I I do. He's worthy of being in the top five. I'll just leave it at that. 
I think he's super smart, super clever, versatile. Had a has he's had a long career. I'm a big fan. Good voice. Some rappers don't have the best voice. Not just singing, but like their inflection and their voice and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is tough, man. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so for four, I think I'm going to go Jay-Z. No one mentioned yep. Jay-Z. That was one of the two artists but that I thought that one of you guys would have on your list. As far as rappers for with a 30-year-long career that's fucking incredible, if we're talking bars, we're talking being clever, if we're talking amazing beat selection including from the modern to the 90s era and we're talking someone who when he comes on a song i'm super fired up i know i'm about to hear 16 bars of like heat yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna be sick as fuck i think i think there's an argument that i mean you could put J- he's Jay-Z one of the best in, of all time one he's and, one of the best i wouldn't have good. a problem yeah. with it you know that's one that i was surprised didn't mm-hmm. make the list mm-hmm so what did i say j cole j cole jay-z jay-z and now you're on the three slot Three, I'll probably go Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. That, that would be on there for you. Done some corniness. There's some corniness. There's a lot. <laughs> I think as far as like, no one has had the lyrical ability since Eminem. No one has had a greater impact than Kendrick Lamar. As far as like bar spitting abilities, I think he's an incredible rapper spitter. I do think he's super political sometimes. Yeah. It's okay. It's not my favorite thing. I think he's super creative and he does like crazy shit. I think it's very cool. Big fan. Number three? You're on the two slot. I'm on the two slot? Yep. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm already on two? You went J. Cole, Jay-Z, Kendrick. Whoa. So now you have two rappers Okay, fine. I'll go Tupac and number two. Okay. Tupac. Oh, I forgot we didn't... On Jay-Z, we forgot... No one said Dr. Dre yet. No. And I think he's a he didn't write like any of his lyrics. <laughs> like, you know Jay Z wrote Forgot About Dre. Yeah. No, I, I think I heard that. Or story. still Dre. Jay Z wrote Snoop Dogg's part and Dr. Dre's mm-hmm. part. Like Jay Z the one of the biggest I would say it goes Biggie is the biggest like New York rapper. And mm-hmm. then maybe Nas and I think Jay Z and Jay Z. Than... But yeah, either way, whatever you want. But one of the most well-known New York rappers wrote like some of the hardest bars for yeah. West Coast music of all time. That's insane. So that's only f- further strengthens Jay-Z's ability. Mm-hmm. Even Eminem wrote uh, Forgot About Dre. He wrote Dr. Dre's part. These are like legendary verses. That's yeah. insane that other people wrote these. And he delivers them well. I'm a big fan of Dr. Dre. I can't give him the credit at that spot. What was I saying? Tupac. Tupac in the two slot. Tupac, I mean... Probably probably the best to ever do it as far as like versatility, impact over time that they've had, especially mm-hmm. West Coast. Like, you got to give it up to Tupac. Absolutely. A fucking un- incredible rapper. What did he die? Like 27 or something like that? I don't know. Too young. young. RIP, Very way young. too young. A lot of these rappers. Anyways, and then number one, I'll go Drake. I'm a huge Drake fan. Yeah. As far as hits, slappers, and dingers. I don't know. I don't think anyone's done it as best as he has. I can't disagree. I really can't. I don't think, yeah. I wouldn't say he's the best spitter. Mm-mm. You know, lyrical, miracle, spiritual. No doubt. But mm-hmm. hooks, songs that like, 
I always think of a song as like a timestamp a lot of the time. Like right when it came out, I'm thinking yeah. like, what was I doing in that time in my life? That's very mm-hmm. true. And especially when we look back, a lot of that is Drake. It's a yeah. Drake song of like, boom, I hear that song come on and I go, Fresh boom, I'm here. transported back to like a very specific time in my life. And he came up, you know, we we started high school in 09 and we heard Best I Ever Had yeah, came out that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How crazy is that? So like that was his first big hit. I so think, we've like grown up with yeah. him Yeah, I remember huge. leaving football practice here. Best I Ever Had. Yeah, yeah. You, you think year. of like Marvin's Room, you think of Take Care. I mean, I just think, I mean, like you start, you play started from the bottom and like I immediately like know where I was and like what yeah, I was yeah. up to. Like it definitely transports me back. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'd give Drake number one. As far as impact on my life out of these rappers would be Drake for sure honorable mention i think kanye is the right honorable mention out of that list and then maybe eminem wow so eminem doesn't really crack your i mean he's a half an honorable mention that's what he gets he gets the second honorable mention Mm -hmm. as far as like impact on my yeah in my list yeah we definitely i respect eminem like crazy list like yeah we viewed the the interpretation slightly differently but yeah i totally can get behind your list for sure Wow, I, that was really interesting. I, I'm actually very surprised at how we interpreted it and how mm-hmm. we developed our list. I, yeah, I mean, I think maybe the one questionable one for me was Snoop Dogg. I think I, I could agree. substitute. I think that was. I think I could have the weakest. Part I would of your be list. willing to substitute Jay Z. Oh yeah, and th- I think that's really the only artist that I think I would be willing to substitute for Snoop Dogg. Because, I mean, I, Kendrick didn't have the same impact on me as mm-hmm. it had on you guys. And mm-hmm. same thing with J. Cole. Um, yeah. yeah. That's why I had to include, include them and yeah and Jay-Z. Yeah. I can't let go of Jay-Z. It, it's, you know, yeah, Jay-Z is... It's just so weird because he, he, he hasn't really made music in a long time. It's been a few years. But you look at the discography and it's no joke. It's just like Empire State of Mind, like yeah, absolute dingers. Yeah, encore, unbelievable. Yeah, he did yeah. an album with fucking Lincoln Park. Park. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jay Z's. I think he could also do any type of song. I yeah. think he could do like hop on any beat and he can make it work. Mm-hmm. I think he's he might be one of the most versatile. He's not gonna sing like how Drake's gonna sing on something. Yeah, but Jay Z will give you a hot <laughs> sixteen. Artists that you think that we none of us mentioned that are are like fringe on the list. Jeez. <laughs> gonna have edit, to cut that out. Yeah, I'm gonna have to edit that one out. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say fringe. What, I was gonna say what are some because there's an artist that comes to mind for me. Um, what are some of the artists that you think were fringe that didn't make your list? Rappers? Yeah. Izzy E, Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. We're talking West Coast. Nas. Okay. Nas was the one that came up. Like yeah. the first artist I thought of, I was like, I don't love boom bap hip hop. Yeah, like that New York. Like mm-hmm. I like some of it for sure. Like I do like Biggie. I like some Mace songs. Mm-hmm. But like when we look at like, like I like Wu-Tang. some Gangstar yeah. stuff. Like but yeah. like the real deep boom bap, I can't really relate to. I can't relate to. Yeah. The f- but I can't relate to the fucking Ice Cube, yeah. West Side Connection. <laughs> I can't relate to that either. It feels more. True. authentic in a way just because that i'm more familiar with that i guess but yeah. boom bap has never really hit hard with me was there an art rob was there an artist that you thought of that didn't quite make your list that you feel like deserves a discussion i don't know like if i feel like i didn't mind also more off like lyrics and like hmm. the bars so like i would say like 21 
just like mm-hmm. the cleverness that he has in his lines also okay um i forgot you had little wayne I, that's, that's exactly yes. i miss also, little wayne little which is, wayne is again if we're wayne. talking about impact on like my life and yeah. hip-hop and how it's shaped by another person who could hop on any type of beat yeah without little wayne there is no drake drake's yeah. on your list so without without wayne there's not a lot of yeah. shit there's probably no 21 savage there's probably no j cole yeah is, did he discover all of those? Who else did he discover? No, just that his inspiration, like oh, yeah, yeah, on yeah. that generation, is huge. Jay Z found J Cole. I I, I knew and Kanye I knew J. West. J Cole was discovered. You said Jay Z discovered Kanye. Yeah, Kanye started out by making beats for Jay Z. But like, yeah, no, I know he did, but he didn't. He wasn't like a part of his success. I would say, like, if you watch the documentary, it was like very clear that. Jay-Z just only wanted him making beats like and that's sure it. like he did not that's better discover than his... that's better than not taking any of his beats yeah no but it's without the hunger and tenacity of Kanye's personality of like wanting to become like a rapper or superstar mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like he would have never to me that's why I mean like oh like he discovered I mean I think he discovered that he had a certain talent but I don't think that he was the reason why he blew up whereas like I think that in Lil Wayne's case, like I think that he was like directly responsible with Drake because he was like featuring him and tra- you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. he was like putting him out there, mm-hmm. and I think that's different than just being like assigning someone to make beats for him. You know, mm. I mean it's like the same thing. Like you know, Nicki Minaj jumped on that train too back in the day. Lil Wayne, yeah, because it was like Lil Wayne, Drake, and Nicki Minaj were always on the same song. I felt like <laughs> in two thousand nine to yeah. two thousand eleven, yeah. <laughs> No one mentioned uh, 50 Cent. Mm. It's a tough one. That's a tough that We missed that one. No one mentioned that could be an honor, I love 50 Cent. He's a top 10. Like probably yeah. a top yeah. 10. Yeah. Dude, when you sent that message, I honestly looked for my top five dead rappers and top five <laughs> alive rappers. That's funny. I think Rick Ross is dope. He would never make my top 15. Not, I like Rick not Ross. Not a chance he's making my Gucci Mane. Uh, Ludacris is kind of dope. E forty, Ice T. E forty, E forty. Flow rider. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call him a rapper. Flow rider. No one said Andre. Uh, Andre three thousand. Yeah. Number one on this Billboard list is Jay Z. Number two is Kendrick. Yeah, this is exactly. Number what three I was is Nas. At the Billboard list. Number four is Tupac. Five's M. Six Biggie. Nicki Minaj at ten. That's wild. That is, I cannot get behind that. I am so sorry, Billboard. That is, that's preposterous. Oh, yeah, she's 10. That is absolutely outrageous. Over Kanye West, you're fucking <laughs> high. You are so high. Unbelievable. Like, I don't love, like, I don't love, like, LL Cool J, Rock Kim. Like, it's too old for me. Yeah. Like, that 80s, like, so I went to the park and I got the basketball. <laughs> I can't stand that kind of music. It's like corny as fuck to me. 50 Cent would get an honorable mention for he's yeah. top 10. Uh, I'm trying to think who else we missed. That's what I'm looking we, didn't, we didn't miss anyone that we know of. We're, we're missing the... Because we, we don't respect the older generation as much. So. It, just doesn't have the, it doesn't have the impact on yeah. that. I mean, like people like... LL Cool J and like DMX, like people that had Ooh, like a DMX. bigger Im- impact, like in the past. He'll be honorable mention. Not for me. Like one or two songs. Dr. Dre. 
There's some people I don't even heard We touched of. on Dr. Dre. All right, I yeah, you on touched Dr. on Dr. Dre. Dre yeah. But like his music, enormous. His skills as a rapper, he didn't write my favorite verses that he's spit. And two guys on my list did write those verses. So I got to give it to them. True. Kanye, Eminem, and Dre got my honorable. T.I. at 31 on this list. Busta Rhymes. Like I can't. He's lyrical miracle spiritual. Future oh. Future got the nod at thirty five. I love Future, Billboard. but his music feels like artificial. It doesn't feel like like when I hear Jay Z come on a song, I feel like I'm actually he's telling a story, or J Cole or Kendrick. They're telling like a real story. Yeah, it's, yeah. When when he comes on a song, like wow on on the <laughs> I bill, like it on but... the Billboard list. Doctor Dre's at forty. Yeah, they had people like Gucci Mane. Did they mention Pusha because he T. didn't write any of his verses? Maybe uh, that's why. I don't know. Both treasure lyrics. Yeah, it mentioned DMC. both a treasure trove of lyricists who have written for him. Mm-hmm. Of people who are higher on the list, like yeah. Eminem. Yeah, I don't see Dr. Dre more as like a rapper. I feel like I see him like behind the scenes, like behind the booth. He's more of a director. He's yeah. more of like the equivalent would be like Martin Scorsese or like Spielberg. Like. He has his picking the right people yeah. and picking the right beats to compile them together. Picking the right rapper to write his verses yep. to like. It's true. That does take a skill. Even though he made way more money selling his headphones than he ever did making music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. People who wrote for him: Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Jay Z, Kendrick Lamar. That's crazy. Yeah, there's some. He definitely picks some of the best. He also found Eminem, so he- like. Yeah. <laughs> And he was with, you know, Ice Cube, Easy, and in a. He was he NWA. was just like a part of like an interesting time of life where, rap wasn't like a dominant sector, and I feel like it's because of his impact that I feel like rap definitely became more popular and gained a lot of traction and mm-hmm. just. Well, he started NWA with Gangsta Rap, yeah. and then he went on his own, and it started becoming a little less gangster. It was still West Coast. But then, and then 50 Cent was East Coast Gangster Rap. And then after that, you had Kanye West's 808s and Heartbreak, which changed the direction. And then you got people singing like Drake and whatnot. Yeah. That's generally the the path of what happened. But you can't be gangsters forever. No. Especially because a lot of that had to do with like drug dealing and crack was huge in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So like the two went hand in hand. Yeah. And then the war on drugs, well, it wasn't very effective, but crack and crime went down into the 2000s so and then it became yeah well now you got rappers riding themselves out <laughs> for murder and shit oh nowadays. like YW <laughs> Melly and all that <laughs> shit yeah dude the kids from like and they're like 18 year old kids yeah the kids from like Jacksonville like those rappers that talk about who they killed y'all dumb that's so fucking <laughs> crazy <laughs> The song slap, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> don't yeah, be. the song slap, but don't be like sixteen, like killing people. That's fucking. Don't bananas. be surprised when you lock your ass up, snitching Not on yourself. Move. Okay, two more things. One, I wanted to touch on your least used club. I just wanted to ask that question, Ooh. and my answer was my fifty-two. Yeah, my fifty-two wedge. Maybe. Yep, yeah, that's my least used club. I use it on accident sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I grab the wrong one. I'm like, fuck. 
156. <laughs> I've grabbed the wrong one. Cause like I don't use all my irons equally, but legit I'll play around and use my 52 maybe once. Yeah. And that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy to maybe think about. Also like my five iron, I don't really use that much. It depends on the course, but yeah, sometimes you don't go. Recently it's been my four iron. But okay. it's usually is that out of fear? Is that a necessity? It's usually <laughs> like you my don't need four it? iron or my three wood because they kind of have similar purposes for when I would use three them. Three wood I get. Yeah. They have it, it's because they have similar purposes for when I use them. The only reason is that most of the time the three wood gets the nod if like and it's only because I'm not even close to the green and i need to like have it go a far distance but that's that's probably only on a par five right pretty much you hit a par five and you hit like a 250 or less drive or 300 or less drive and now you got to get to the green it's, it's like, true it's because recently i've been transitioning to hitting more five iron and six iron mm -hmm. if i need to like lay up on the par fours that have whatever if it's a bunker or whatever like when we played red hawk on um i think it was like six Sunday? if it was i'm thinking a hole it's either five or six but it's where they have like the the a really large bunker after the downhill and it's like a shorter par four no and, what happened and, on that I no I, I had driver out mm -hmm. and i switched to five iron and I hit five iron and I was at like the very ledge before it rolls more downhill into the bunker area. Mm. Oh, you know what? I think I do remember that one. Yeah. So that sounds like the right play. So I find like myself using five iron more instead of four iron just because four iron is, you have to be too precise with that club. Is I don't know about you. My five iron is way easier to hit than my four iron. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like way remarkably easier. You know the difference is only like half an inch, which is a lot, but they're only different. <laughs> <laughs> which is actually huge. <laughs> The difference is half an inch, but it feels like you're so fucking far away from that ball. Sure does. And when you're on that fairway lie and you need to pick it just right, a five seems, I seem to make better contact with a five. So remarkably hole, different than a four. The hole I think Blake's talking about is the one where you found the phone. Mm hmm. Where it goes down to the left. I don't remember. No, I think it was on seven because seven was when. Oh, maybe it was on that hole actually. Because remember, because I was further yeah. down. In, like, Wait, with the, the huge tree. sand? Yeah. Yeah. Right oh, yeah. Bunker. Fuck that hole. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not, a fucked that's up kind hole. Of like a, a cheapskate hole. So's huh, that so. par three with the huge sand. Though. That's just like yeah, obnoxious. You don't like that hole? I don't like the design of it. No. Is it's it almost like not it grass? reminds me of that hole from uh, Bear's Best, where it's all black sand. It reminds me of oh, that yeah. hole. But that's desert golf. So, yeah. Either way, no one got on. <laughs> no, got to rub it in. I did. It. Me and Blake I was about did. to say I got on. I got on three putted. <laughs> yeah, me too. I bogeyed it too, but I didn't hit the green. Definitely had one of the worst putts I've ever had on that green during that round. Right. I had a terrible round of golf. That we'll come dude, back to golf. The rough will, was will. so tough. But, but what do you what do you got for us, Rob? Uh, we're gonna jump into movies. This is not because of last week, but I have. Mr. Leo DiCaprio. It's not because of Leslie. No, I have not because of I last have week. four weeks of people lined up, Couldn't. and you just happen to pick him as an over under. Oh, I forgot to do that segment. Yeah, you did, didn't you? Top three movies by Leo. Give me Wolf of Wall Street in the three slot. Give me just just because it's a, a classic. Give me the Titanic at two, even okay. though it's okay. it's not necessarily my favorite movie but i think it deserves some accolade 
And then in the one slot, hmm. I don't know. I feel like I have to look this one up, but I feel like there's a movie that deserves the one slot that I'm just not thinking of right now. James? Okay. So this is a tough one because he's been in so many fucking yeah, amazing it movies. It is a tough one. I'll go The Departed. Okay. I'll go Django Unchained. Ooh. Awesome movie. Django. And I'm just, I'll go Catch Me If You Can. Okay. I do want to shout out. <laughs> we'll get like four shout outs. <laughs> Blood Diamond is fucking sick. Blood Diamond's a sick movie. The Aviator is sick. Yep. Um, He's so good as a solo lead. That's the thing. Like, and The Wolf of Wall Street gets a shout out. I'll go. Never saw Inception. I'll go number three, Inception. Okay. Still don't quite understand it too well. <laughs> too well. Mm-hmm. I have to watch it again. Um, number two, I'll go Catch Me If You Can. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm going Django. Yeah. Django's his, his performance in that was really, really he good. He is so good in Django and Chain. I think Candy. That, w- that might. I think because I'm going off of acting performance, and I think that. He, he played an exceptional yeah. role in that movie. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Blood Diamond definitely gets my honorable mention. That's an 100%. underrated movie, dude. You're South <laughs> and, African. And, dude. and honestly, it. if I'm if I'm being totally honest, I think I have to swap out Titanic for The Departed in the two slot. Yeah, I just I, I just I can't not have that movie on there. I'm sorry. It's too good of a movie. I think I watched Blood Diamond once. Blood it's Diamond's good. great. No, it's good enough for me. It's good. Nah, you need to watch it's it again. Flashbacks. It's a good movie. That's good. Okay. Solid. Do you want to be your over under? Since I don't know. Jump, since we're jumping around. No, nah, I think we should just keep it moving. All right. Come back next week. What's our next segment? Would you rather? There's so much trivia. golf to talk about. So yeah. Time for trivia. You want trivia? Dude, I got. We are tri- 33 minutes in. So I got yeah. trivia. I got trivia. It's time for Blake's trivia. PGA. Live. Who gives a fuck? Not like seriously, like who gives a fuck? Who knows this shit? Not me and Rob. Your trivia question for today is: Who was the first golfer to reach one million dollars in career earnings on the PGA Tour? Multiple choice: Arnold Palmer, Tiger Woods, or Jack Nicklaus? I think it might be C. I don't think it's Tiger Woods. No. <laughs> so then you go back in time and you're like, Jack Nicholas is one of the best, probably one of the best to ever do it, if not the best to ever do it, technically. Arnold Palmer. Now we should go Jack Nicholas. Yeah, I like C. Okay. The correct answer is Arnold. Palmer. Damn it. <laughs> in 1960, he's less. He has less wins. In 1967, Arnold Palmer became actually became the first golfer to reach a million dollars in career earnings, and he had 62 PGA Tour wins. How many did Jack Nicklaus have? A lot. More. A lot. Probably more. more, but I think Jack Nicklaus is the most wins of like yeah. any PGA. Player. I, I liked this question because. Like, I think you guys all know that these are all, like, very successful Hall of Fame golfers, but they just played in slightly different time periods. And so, like, obviously, those older golfers, they weren't playing for the insane purses that they have today. So it's like, well, like, Mm -hmm. you know, 
how much money were they earning? You know, I like the question because of that. So yeah, but Arnold Palmer got gets the nod for one million career earnings. How long did it take him? Uh, I believe he. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's probably like twenty something years at least. I mean. He, he earned the million dollars in 67, so this is still like, yeah, I mean, he probably was playing for at least... Nowadays, it's like the weekend, Yeah. depending on what tournament you're playing in. Oh, yeah, I mean, those those purses yeah. that they have now, I mean, all of the winners, they, it's typically for the designated events, it's like two and a half or three and a half million is like the winner's purse, which is crazy. It's absolutely unbelievable. Even last place is getting paid. <laughs> Yeah, no, even <laughs> even like just making the cut, finishing dead last, I think it's like 10 or 15k. But the the it's funny because it, it pyramids up pretty quickly like like when you're at the bottom like yeah, you're probably going to only make like 15 20,000, but like when you start getting into like the T5s, T10s, it's like oh yeah, like mm. you're talking like those dudes are making like $200,000 checks, which is sick. Golf talk? Trivia. <laughs> Golf talk? Where do we start? Chronologically? All right, let's start Friday. Blake? Did you play Friday? Uh, you yeah. Play I played on Friday at Mountain Gate Country Club. Your boy. Uh, first off, playing at a country club is just a different experience, my friends. It's, it's just different. Like, so they definitely... I don't remember it quite like how I previously, because I played it many, 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 many years ago. But instead of a grass range, it's they they have mats now, but they have TrackMan on them. Ooh, nice. So that's like a nice touch if you want to get ball data, club data. Yeah. Super sick. Um, it's just it's crazy. I mean, they have the, just like the chipping area, the bunker area, the putting greens. I mean, just perfectly manicured. There's balls everywhere. You never have to worry about getting balls. They're, they're just everywhere. The guys are coming around and filling up the buckets with your tray with balls. Um, I mean, just a great practice facility. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not the member of my, but my aunt. It's actually crazy how it works out. So you like you show up to the clubhouse and you check in with them and they like they have a clubhouse where she keeps her clubs at the course and the course cleans the clubs and like puts her bag in her cart for her and then when she's done with her round she just drops it off they clean her clubs and put it back in her cabinet <laughs> like wild. you literally don't have to lift a <laughs> finger you literally just drop off your shit and it's clean everything's there like it's just the level of service there is just so crazy like you know my aunt left a head cover somewhere and like two holes later all of a sudden like it, it hadn't even been gone one or two holes the guy came back like hey like you know mrs greenbaum like you left your uh head cover here so it's like everything's like hand delivered she didn't even have to call anybody it's like it, it's just like that level of service that's at a country club which i was just like oh my god this is so nice. interesting so the the overall service part is really cool like they have like a little cafe you can get whatever you want snacks beer water drinks coffee you know sandwiches whatever you literally just put it on your tap it's just like oh like put it on this this account number blah 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 you take it to your cart everything's just super easy so i mean the service aspect was sick i mean in terms of the actual golf i mean the course as you can imagine was in immaculate condition the way they have it set up is 
it's actually really difficult for women golfers. So the whites play, the whites play at like 5,700 yards, hmm. but like a 121 slope. And so it plays, I think, actually, I might have that wrong. I think it's like 54, 5,500 yards from the whites. So it plays really, really short from the whites. Hmm. But at the blues, it's a 129 slope and 6350 is the yardage. So I kind of was like, hey, like, you know, I'm going to have to put my big boy pants on and play some real golf today because, you know, I'm going I'm to be playing the blue tees because playing the whites from 5400, 5500 just does not seem like it would be a big challenge, I guess, is the word I would use. Beneficial. So um, playing golf, I mean, I tee off on one hit like the the most perfect drive you can hit it like it's draws directly with the fairway I, I have a 55 yard wedge shot into this flag and it's like all wet just chunk chunk again get on the green and four one putt I make bogey but I duff two wedge shots which was just like un, it was just it just nerves were at an all time high I I'm playing and then I, I get in a bunker and then I chip out of the bunker and then I, I hit a couple bad chips. All of a sudden I made an eight on a par four. Um, I finished the front at, I think I was 13 or 14 over, hmm. but then we get to the back nine and I started catching my stride like hmm. hardcore. I start out with a par on hole two. I make a par and then on the par three, I make a bogey. And then I went par, par, birdie, par. I made one double. And then I went par, par. I get to I get to 18. Okay. So right now, I'm three over through the back nine. So I'm three over through eight holes, which is, that would be a tie. If I just par, it's a tie for my personal best on, a, on any nine. So I'm like, I'm feeling it because the, I mean, obviously I'm playing at, a longer yards than I typically do. I'm, I mean, I'm on fire. I'm hitting every single green. I'm hitting good putts. I'm giving every putt a chance. I'm, I'm cleaning up all of the three and four footers coming back. Like I am just dialed, super dialed. And we get to 18 and 18 is this crazy hole. It's a par five, severe dog leg left. You know what it reminds me of is it reminds me of a uh, seven on at San Juan Hills, the dog leg left. That's Ooh, the par five. Okay. It's very, very similar, except with one key detail. So the way the hole is set up is that it's a par five and you can see maybe like a hundred and like 80 yards ahead. There's, it's like, it all slopes upwards and then it falls off. So you can't see anything past the 180 yard mark. And then at the very left side of the fairway is where the tree line starts. So it's all, it's on the whole left side, it's all tree lined, and then it cuts across to the left, okay? So you have this blind shot, and my aunt goes like, hey, like, you know, this is a really tough hole, like, um, everything slopes away from you, and I didn't really quite understand what she meant by that. She's like, yeah, like, as soon as you go over that hill, it tends to run away from you, and the hole is, like, really far left, so she's like, you know, you definitely want to be on, like, the left side of the fairway, hmm. so... I get up and like I'm nervous as shit and I and I hit my driver like dead straight like dead straight. I didn't hit it like super clean on the face, but it it was going straight and it definitely had a like at least a, a average to normal carry. And it's like 
and it cuts the corner by like 10 yards, maybe five yards. And it and it's on this line. And I was like, is that good? And she's like, my aunt's like, that's like a perfect line. Like, you're going to love that. Like, that has to be in like such a good position. Like, that's exactly where you want to go. And I was like, oh, sweet. And then we get in the cart and I go over the hill. And, and then all of a sudden I see what she's talking about. And I'm like, what the fuck is this hole? This hole, it's not just like a little bit of a slope. It's like super severe and then the fairway is only like 20 yards long and then it's like a a massive cliff of like rough where everything just falls off the face and you go to like it's so steep like and then we're looking around can't find my ball <laughs> i take the perfect i shit. take the perfect line can't find my ball like 100 percent was in play like i cut the corner but it just it must have just like rolled through the fairway and just like went into the rough and we couldn't, I mean, and we looked for a long time because it was really important to me because I wanted to try and finish the hole out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was going to be on the fairway, maybe like 280, 250 yards to the flag. Like I had a great opportunity to finish at par better on that hole and we just couldn't find the ball. So after looking for like 10, what felt like 10, 15 minutes, just decide to take a random drop. And then I finished the hole, um, bogey which was like okay whatever but anyways i finished the back nine with a 40 on a par 36 on the back nine so i ended up shooting um i shot an 87 is what i ended up shooting very good very good so yeah i mean i was i was playing some exceptional golf on the back end and i would say that that would summarize my mountain uh gate golf club country club to a t very detailed nice nice sounds like they have nice service james Nice yeah, they sure did. But I mean, obviously, I'm well aware that you guys had a round on Friday as well on Thanksgiving weekend that I want to know about. So why don't you guys let it rip? Temeku Hills. Temeku Hills. Temeku. Temeku. Okay, where is this? With a K. Temecula. Temecula. Oh, okay. What was our tea time? Eleven or ten thirty? Ten ten thirty? I don't know. I was like I was very determined on a I was on a mission this round. It's right? opposite of Cross Creek. Opposite oh, side. like right next to it? Like instead I of going see. left to Cross Creek, you'd go right up into oh, that. Oh very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. That mm-hmm. neighborhood. I was on a mission, no alcohol, trying to play my best golf. So I shoot a forty four on the front, so I'm eight over. Don't worry about okay. my on the front. <laughs> Huh? Like, don't worry about mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eight over on the front. Get to the back. I don't think anything remarkable too crazy happened on the front. You mean on the back or, or on the on front? On the front, I don't think anything too crazy You're happened. You're eight over, so yeah. I mean, you so make, I'm ahead of schedule. You're basically so like, making a few a few pars, a few bogeys, like maybe like one double in there, two doubles maybe. But I'm like ahead of schedule. Yeah. I have a little, bit of, a little bit of breathing room to break 90 is my point. A 44 like, is like, yeah, like you're definitely, you could I'm for sc- sure break 90. I'm scheduled for an 88, so I'm like, okay, just, it's not like I'm 15 over. Yeah. You don't like, have to make I've got ground. a little room. Yeah. Not much, but I ha- I'm not 12 over, 15 over. So then I start, start with a double on the back. I don't remember the, I don't remember. You don't remember 10. 10. Was it a par four? Yeah. Okay. Par and then bogey the next hole. Par the next hole. Eagle the next hole. You got an eagle? Eagle. He eagle? (laughs) Eagle, dude. Was it on a par five? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. Let's go, dude. 
That's crazy that me and you both made Eagles like two weeks apart. You got yours much earlier than I did. Five sixteen. The hole is five sixteen. It's like a par five. Damn. So it's it's downhill. It's like two hundred yards uphill, and then like horizon. Like you don't know what's down. So hit drive. Wasn't crazy. Just ends up on the fairway. We're waiting for a group ahead. I couldn't tell if there was water. That's true. Yeah, we couldn't. So I really couldn't <laughs> tell, but I knew that I didn't want to go longer than like two twenty. Okay. Because I know up to two twenty is like somewhat safe. So I just hit like a four iron. Okay. And it, and it rolls out, ending up rolling out Perfectly. exactly where I'd wanted to go, which is like forty yards of the pin. Yeah, because all of our sec- mine and yours second shots both ended up within like ten yards of each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hit my three wood. Dude, it tracked a tree, hit the tree, and it was like, poof, straight into the fairway. <laughs> That's but so you just sick. heard the you heard the loudest bang. And I'm yeah. like, oh shit! <laughs> but it, it was in a good spot. <laughs> I'm like, out of everywhere, <laughs> it could have gone. It hit the fucking tree. Uh, forty something yards out. It's like I have a down slope, and the green's kind of up here like this. Mm-hmm. And so I just chip, and then it holds out. You hold out from 40 yards. Yeah. Dude, that's so like, sick. I, I did you the, toss your wedge like 40 <laughs> yards in yeah, the air and yeah. do a little somersault like and I did? The, like the perfect spot for this. I'm like a little off to James's left and he hits it and I just see it going. I'm like, dude, sit on that. Sit on it. Sit on it. Bounced once straight in. Damn. And then he <laughs> throws his club up <laughs> like 20 feet in the air. That was going to hit someone. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was gonna hit someone. That's so sick, dude. Yeah, we were. Yeah, we that's were so. Excited. That's so crazy that me and you both had that like same experience, and and I'm so happy you were able to be a part of it, Rob, to like it see it go witness. in. Yeah, it it landed like right in between me and the pin. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, dude, I'm gonna have a tap in birdie or something. Yeah. I was so fired up. I was like, tap in birdie on a par five, and it just, it, yeah, it just went it's in. Like, you got lucky too. There was no. Like spin on it because that first bounce. I think it released. Yeah, it bounced and then just released forward straight into the hole. Damn. I like to think it did add spin and it would have checked. On the, <laughs> <laughs> then it would have checked on the second bounce, but uh, I don't think so. Oh, that's so no sick. Second bounce. So was, you eagle like there's thirteen or fourteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. You 13. eagle. Yeah, it's honestly a super straightforward par five. Like yeah, like playing it again, I know exactly like. You have more room than you think. There's no water. I would I wouldn't play it any differently. I think that whole day I used your driver. Did you? Yeah, I might have used mine on one hole, but I think other than that, I used your driver that whole round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, the rest of it is unremarkable except we get to hole 18. Oh, fuck 18. <laughs> you get to hole. Is it, oh, don't tell me this is an oak quarry. Hole 18. It's a par five downhill. Downhill. And then water across to get to the green. Okay. So I'm I'm ahead of schedule, especially after an eagle. I had some doubles after that, whatever. So either way, I was definitely on schedule to break par. Okay. For sure. I had a lot of strokes. I, w- I could have had like a double bogey and still break 90. I didn't break 90. Spoiler alert. Oh, no. I shot a 91. Damn. So that hole, I hit like a snap hook off the tee. Uh, it's like a downhill sloping left and then up to the green across water. So I hit snap hook. It ends up being like, it was on the rough, I think. It wasn't that bad. 
So then we, we were waiting for this slow ass group in front of us. Finally hit a four iron. I think it was a four iron. And then it, it lands maybe 110 from the pin. Like exactly where I wanted it to land. You know that little shady spot? Mm. It's like, I just want to end up over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I can't go cool. for the green. No. The green would have been like 300. I'm like, there's no fucking chance. Yeah. And I'm not going to hit it 240. I don't want to do that. So Because we strategized this whole two. We even, mm -hmm. we drove out to, because it was like. We it was wanted around. to see what was going to happen. Yeah. A lot of the shit was like blind. Landing spots. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the holes were blind. Yeah. Hole one was blind. A lot of it. Yeah. I think we could do so better. So it sounds very time. undulated, like just crazy yeah. hills. Yeah. Like. yeah. A lot of up and down. Yeah. Now, now I remember the whole, yeah. So we drove out there. We knew where our line was. We told the group behind, like that we were with, like, yeah, this is where you want to aim. Mm -hmm. And we both hit perfectly into where we wanted it. It's fair. It was good enough for me. <laughs> hit a four iron. It ends up like 110 from the hole. I just have like a slight uphill across water. Water is at like 80. And then the flag is at like 110. Okay. So there's water right before the green. So I, sh I shouldn't even have taken that shot. I didn't feel comfortable standing over the ball at all, and I still swung. End up thinning it into the water, right? So that's a drop. So take a drop from the drop zone, chip onto the green, and then it was either like a three or a four putt to just blow the round. So you three or four putted? Yeah. To, mm -hmm. And you had a chance? Yeah, at the ninth hole or the eighteenth hole, absolutely yeah. cream pied it. So I shot a nine on that. I was about to say you shot like a nine. <sighs> yeah, just completely blew it on that one hole. Let me see mine, dude. That that gives me Oak Quarry eighteen vibes, where I hit two seven irons into the water. Dude, I blew up on hole five. <laughs> so the pin on eighteen was right at the top of a slope. I try and go up a slope, miss it, come back down. Oh. And then three putt from there. So it's like, I was fucked. Oh, no. Sorry, what were you going to say? I blew up on five. A little tenor? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rob. We've all been It there. was fun. Rob was like, remember that par three? You waited for the green to clear? A par, th <laughs> a par three? Oh, no, it was a short par four. It was like a 300-yard par four. I'm, I'm going for it. I'm going yeah. for it. <laughs> High and right or what? Yeah, but he he's playing like a heavy fade right now. So aiming left. Okay. Playing a somewhat playable fade. He says he's working on his bow or on his wrist, so that's good. That's good. It's tightening up. Hits a nuke, as he does. Super fucking high. It just doesn't make it, though. We couldn't find it. Oh, <laughs> no. I couldn't find the ball. <laughs> it had the distance, I think, yeah. but I think it took a bad kick or something ended up in water. That's that's funny that you couldn't find your ball because that actually happened at my Mountain Gate round twice. Mm -hmm. So on 18, I already told you that it was like definitely in play, but just couldn't find the ball. And then it also happened to me on nine at Mountain Gate where I it was Which in ones? play left of the fairway, couldn't find the ball. So those were like those were really two drop shots that I shouldn't have had to take. And then that's when I was telling my aunt about the crowd rule. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I took a, I yeah. took a, I took one crowd rule on this one. Okay. It was a par five, like. I totally should have been able to find my ball. Yeah, because I was playing. It was, it I, was findable-ish. Yeah, I took one. There so you go. hole five. Either way, it wouldn't have made a difference at this. Hole point. five over there is a dogleg right. I want. I want to see this. I want to see this score. Dogleg, dogleg right, and I hit my. I have my seven iron out. Which, is this a par four? Yeah, five. You guys played whites, I'm assuming. Mm. Okay. See, it's par. It's five. Honestly, it's not the hardest course. I can definitely do no, better yeah, next five time. Five is a par five. Okay. It was the one where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to slice it around this corner real quick. <laughs> Not knowing there's freaking water on the corner of the hole. Of the, oh, of yeah, the yeah, hole. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the, where it goes like straight like this and then straight yeah. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way to lay you have to like lay up. 
Dude, you guys should have played. The, I mean, honestly, the blues aren't the, within both of your skill sets, too. Dude, until I break 90, I'm not I'm not moving up. Okay. I'm not moving back, I should say. I hit one of the best four irons on hole one. Yeah, that's sick. Hold I just on. wanted to see First the shot slope of the day. and stuff. First shot of the day. Oh, yeah, just yeah. Just striped it. Just striped it. Yeah. And the rest is history. That was a, see, that was a super blind hole, too. I'm like, I don't have no idea where we're going. You, we could probably drive that hole. And even the second shot, I still couldn't see the green from where I was. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, we played with, yeah, <laughs> a couple of. They weren't great either. So a couple of doofuses. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like a vibe. Uh, fun. Course, would you recommend? Would you play it again? I would play it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good value. It's like How seventy-five. Was, seventy-five. Mm -hmm. was, was it pretty open? Like you didn't have an issue getting the tee time or anything like that, did no. you? I don't think so. Cool. Yeah, no, I mean... It's a little slow when we played. I would like to play earlier. How were the, uh, how were, like, the greens and just the overall maintenance of the course? Would you say it's Fair. acceptable? I would give it acceptable, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. i definitely play it again. Nice. I'm interested. I'm interested. Again, playing it your first time versus playing it your third time is, like, so crazy different. Yeah. Like, I learned a lot about this, and I would play it a little differently in certain spots. But, yeah. Overall, like, I'm ready to break 90, dude. I feel like I I'm mean, right there. I had right it in there. my. I had a taste, dude. I mean, I I think like you maybe just even two sessions like practicing putts like I'm, you're right there. Like, I know you're, you're literally right there. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. I think I know what my issue is. What's your issue? I like to go for it <laughs> when I know I should just lay up. No laying up. I think that if you. I need to play it more. I need to play smarter and safer rather than I can go. The, I'm going to go the distance as far mm -hmm. as I can go. I think that you have a partial swing issue. Yeah. I mm. think that if, if that game, part of your game was even average, I think that you would be like a totally different golfer because you're not even like a bad putter or like a ball striker. I disagree. My putting's trash. No, I don't think so. I think... I think you know what your problem is, and I think it's a fairway lie hitting it fat. Mm-hmm. And that could be partly yeah, partial too. But I, but I too. think it's a part. I think it's more partial. But I've seen this dude anything. swing out of a shoe on a, on a four iron on a fairway lie and just put the put the club three inches behind the ball on the ground. It's so it's so, so hard not to overswing those long irons. Yeah. It is so difficult, and it's so crazy. I struggle because with it too. If you just take like. 75% of what your normal like full swing it's like it's crazy how much better it works out like 90% yeah. of the time I know that Rob can tighten up his driver and I know he he can kind of understand like where to aim now to play the big fade I think I mean he I think that your driver is great I mm -hmm. really do mm -hmm. I, I don't see I mean obviously you have a bias but it's at least you always cut out like one part of mm -hmm. like you know what your miss is so then you play it you don't miss it left you like know. i like where my driver is now like from where it's come like within the last year mm -hmm. yeah like i struggled with my driver for a while and now i'm finally getting it straighter within the last like few months of playing yeah no i mean it's i'm not slicing see. it too too much i think when we played i think i might have sliced it two or three times and like then i straighten it back up again yeah yeah i mean you're right there too you really are so james on the on the eagle hole did you hit you said you hit iron you didn't hit the burner mm -hmm. you hit a four iron you hit a four iron mm -hmm. okay 
but I uh, I do notice that this man order confirmation from TaylorMade. What do you? Uh, <laughs> Can you guys wh- guess? Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I, it's got to be. I, it pains me to say it, it's but like force. You think it's wedges? I think he got new There's wedges. There's no way this guy's getting a third set of wedges with him. Did he get anything else? <laughs> what do you think it is? It's got. I think it's got to be. Can I have some? Oh, thank you. I you know think what? I, it's got to be a fucking five wood or or yeah. like a, a rescue type of be. or like he's replacing the white the burner. It's got it's got to be one of no, those. No, you can't replace something that's on fire right now. I, I, <laughs> I want to replace the burner. I don't know. Even when I hit it bad, I hit it good. It, that's true. Even when I hit it bad, it goes like one eighty in the middle of fairway. There's, like, that's there's fine. no way it's a putter. Not a chance. It's he's not replacing. the burner, dude. The burner. I would no, not buy a Taylor. He gets right he now. he gets the best set of wedges possible in the Vokies. So it's I do love it's those. not the wedges you he never just know. got his third iron set recently he went from the rogues he got the p790s and now he's gone to stealths again so he likes the there's no it's not possible it's not irons we already know that the driver is working the more he's played it the more consistent he's it been could with be it. A five wood. it's not a driver but the it's thing not is the burner the, either. i think what confuses me is because he already has his 14 clubs so it's like he has to substitute so yeah i mean the four irons probably coming out and he's putting in a five wood that's all uh, i can think of but uh, because you have you have driver seven wood burner but no three wood is that correct yeah i don't have a seven wood you don't have the it's not in my bag no. here's the thing I oh but you me. have it it's not in your bag is yeah. that okay uh this round doesn't count at Temecu. What do you mean? He had 15 I was clubs. Dirty. <laughs> yeah, he had like 16 clubs in his back. <laughs> I didn't use them. Oh, really? <laughs> That's so funny. Are you fucking rat? <laughs> dirty dog. Eagle does not count. <laughs> um, technically. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. It could be... Who knows? It could be wedges. Who There's fucking no knows? chance it's wedges. What's, what's going to hurt him getting them just to try and then he can always sell it back to the store or give them... I refuse to, to believe it's wedges. There's no chance it's wedges. No, it could be a five wood. Replace the four iron. But, get a five but hold wood. on, because I, I don't even. I think I hit my four iron okay. Honestly, you have it's wedges. What is the the top end of your bag? Just just say it for me. The top end. I don't know if that means driver or like wedges. Your lowest lofted club starting from driver. driver. Burner. Burner. So you go tailor made burner four iron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's it's definitely it's definitely a five wood or three wood. It has to be. There's no chance it's not one of those two. Dude, his burner if he catches it all, dude, he's hitting two twenty five. I think I think he's replacing. He's gonna he's hitting the, burner, the, the burner. Draws. He's the burner is going to be the four iron replacement, and he's gonna put in three wood or five wood. It has to be one of those two. James, go ahead, just spill the beans. We want. There know. is a little bit of overlap with the four iron and the burner. Yeah. Like a a cleanly the four the air burner is way more forgiving though. Like mm-hmm. the four iron, you got to pick it, and it's going to be super low flight, and it's going to roll out. Yeah, it's wedges. You got I fucking knew wedges. It. I fucking <laughs> knew There's it. No I way. Knew it. I knew it. There's no way. Wedges. I'm so what, dude. You, you're giving this guy your vokies, right? Maybe. If hey. I don't, if, if I if these end up working for me, yeah. I'll take the G fours off your hands. What? No, the vokies. What, dude? What? What's wrong with the Vokies, though? There's nothing wrong with them. He, I'm telling he just you, want he wants to try. to try new things. Is it because they have more spin or something like that? Is that what it is? No. You just wanted to try, and you get I think, like. 60% I think you're thinking off. about it a little too narrowly. Really? 
You're Man, assuming I'm getting the you, same loss. You go through golf equipment like you go through like oh, okay, underwear no, or okay, something like that. Lo- That's crazy. So you got new Did you hear what I said? He's not doing the regular 56, 52, 60. He's probably going, I don't know, 48. Well, it probably matches his set now because he got the Vokies before the Stealths, I believe. So now he'll probably get the lofts correctly like gapped. That would be the, what I would think would be an obvious thing. He went 48. Remember when I said my leash just closed my 52? Yeah. Gone. Okay. She's Fuck gone. It. Fuck it. I'm only going 54, 58. Oh, so you'll only have like two wedges. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I don't have an issue with that. All right. With a super high bounce 54. Okay. And a mid low bounce 58. I love that for you. My, my egg is a 49. I rarely use my 52. I use it once around. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're, a is 49, mm-hmm. then yeah, like a 52 is like What's pitching with too narrow of a gap. I don't know. I'm looking up. Yeah, so a little bit. I want to try the MG4s. They look great. I'm going to experiment with this gapping, basically. You, MG4s are not full-face grinds, mm-hmm. are they? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. They look great. I've yeah. heard really good things about them. And I got the raw face. Just kidding. Did you follow up to say <laughs> there's disgusting. no way you got you get raw them face? In black? No. Just oh, chrome, black right? looks so nice. Yeah, I got Are you going to get aftermarket grips on them immediately or what? No. I just got the, the Tour Velvets. Okay. But I did get KBS Tour Light shafts. Okay. I like that. Because I had those on my 790s and the spin was high. So I, like, I, want, yeah. I want spin on these. You That's have that cool. on my A Wedge. KBS Tour Lights? Or the, no, uh, you have KBS MT Max. MT. But these KBS shafts are spinny, so I wanted to get those. I'll be lucky to get them before in December. I'll be lucky to get them. Yeah, no, you'll absolutely get back order. next week. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, dude. TaylorMade hasn't emailed me With back. With your luck? Like, yeah, just stop by the store on your way home. <laughs> Wedges. A little Christmas gift for you, huh? Is that what that is? Yeah, it was a good deal. Yeah, what did you spend on the two wedges? Probably like 100 bucks. I'm not, I'm not obliged bucks. to say. <laughs> he doesn't sign a contract. He doesn't, he doesn't need to say I know it was for for the cheap, but good for you. Plus, Rob can try them. Rob can try the Vokies. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck my Kirkland's, dude. Fuck them Kirkland's. Unless they're putter? sponsoring. I'll keep the putter. All day with the putter. Oh, yeah? I think you should you. think about it. I think. <laughs> Unless it's hot. <laughs> sure. It can be hot. I would be open to a putter fitting, but I don't think... I wouldn't just buy... I definitely am not buying anything off the rack in terms of a putter. There's no way. Mm. Too bougie? I just, there's no. You're not about that AI one right now. The dude, those look so, those look so sick. I mean, you I think mean, they're sick. You don't like the TP reserve. I would have, I would have to be convinced in a logical, fitting way to switch. That's the only way I'm switching. I, am I not, could switch to putter tomorrow. I am not switching. I am not. Per, I'm specifically. I'm not buying a putter without an explanation i'm not like yeah, even if sick. it just looks better like no there's just nope 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 i got the one that i wanted so at if the someone time. was like hey i got a scotty for you for 100 bucks you wouldn't buy it you buy it for the flip i mean i i mean if it looks you're buying it you're buying it try it you're buying that i would I mean, like a to... scotty for like 100 bucks like yeah i mean i would definitely consider if it was like a blade something i wanted yeah absolutely i mean that's yeah. great value i want to experiment my buddy has the tp reserve mm, i was looking at the taylor made reserve yeah. Yeah. Nice. The, any, anything with a milled fit. I mean, I guess that would be maybe the exception. Is something with like a milled fit. Like, yeah, like the AI ones, the the reserve lines, the 
you know, the ping, ping has a nice milled line too. The even rolls. Anything with a milled face, I think those all look so nice. I would like a Scotty. I just, I feel like I'm not good enough. Yeah, I'm not. And I feel like if I use one, I'm going to look like an idiot. Because <laughs> I'm not good Well, because what do they say about mallets versus blades? They say that mallets, um, when you miss hit, the speed is more variable. But with blades, when you miss hit, the line is more variable. Mm. That's why I think that a mallet fits my game better. Because, I mean, especially since I've started lining my putts or I put like a mark on my ball, like a line I and I line up it. my putts and it's like, you, you notice throughout a round, you're like, I didn't hit that line. Like that's not where I wanted to start it. Like it happens way more often than I would want. I think, I think a mallet is definitely more forgiving. I like the blade. I, I think they look, t- I think they look cool. better. Do they inspire confidence for me? Not right now. Not with my game right now. To me, dude. Look at Rory McIlroy. He uses a mallet. Tons of guys on the pros use a mallet. I feel like my skill level is not there to really care, honestly. <laughs> maybe. But I've always, I've, I've always used the blade. I've never. Yeah, and maybe that works for you. I've never used like a mallet. Dude, I was dying to get away from that nubbins. That yeah, nubbins well, was that was terrible. insane. I think of like when I think of standing over like a thin little Scotty, I think of like unforgiving. If I don't hit it within, you know, this section, the sweet spot, it's going to push or pull or, yeah. and I'm going to feel it, which is why people like it, which is why people like blade irons too. You can feel all the feedback. You feel it all. For me, <laughs> I don't want to need all that. Turn that shit off. That's why I got the even roll. It goes straight basically no matter yeah. what. But yeah. I, I also think that like, I play a, a no toe hang right now, you know, mm-hmm. a neutral face, but I have to put off my front foot to close the face. Yeah. So that tells you that like, my closure rate is not as slow, if that makes sense. So maybe a toe hand would help. I don't know. There's some physics behind that. I don't remember what. I play off the front because it takes me too long to shut the face. Mm. So I, I don't play it off my front foot completely. I play it like 75% this way. Okay. Rather than 50, 50 would be like right in the middle. I play it like up here. Yeah. Because I know if I don't, I'm going to push it. 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 So, to compensate, I do that. Makes sense. Maybe I could try more toe hang, play it in the middle. Would that benefit my game? I don't fucking know. I'm right eye dominant. So, would that change it? Doesn't that change how you look at the ball? Yes. I've definitely right? heard, I've heard of that. I've, I've heard things about that, but I don't know or I don't remember like the impact it has on putting. You're kind of ambidextrous. What, what's your dominance, your eye dominance? I, I'm life. definitely a little messed up. I mean, because I. I swing a You're bat. Over the I swing a bat left-handed, and I golf left-handed. But I write with my right hand, and I throw with my right hand. That is hand. so fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> yeah. You confused? Like if you told. So me when to, you were learning to play baseball, they saw you throwing right hand, and they're like, "We want you to hit left hand." What? No, I just that's just how I always. Always swung a bat. Have you ever tried it right-handed? I can. It's funny because swinging a baseball bat right-handed feels na- like it doesn't feel as natural lefty. But I can definitely, I can definitely swing a bat right-handed. But if you told me to throw a ball left-handed, oh, I can't. Throw absolutely a ball. not. I look like a girl. I'm like, <laughs> I would. I, I'm. Yeah. I do not I have that level of coordination with my. Yeah. No. But but batting, I I remember because I would like 
mess around when I played baseball and I would switch it. And like I actually Did had you switch it in games? No, no. no. <laughs> okay. It's just me goofing off like and people like notice like, dude, I had insane pop right handed, but my I didn't have good form. Like I, I was just like pulling everything and like I could I didn't have Well the, I imagine the mechanics aren't quite yeah. the same. They're not as smooth. But like dude, I could I know that I could nuke balls like right handed. I mean mm. when I batted right handed, but I never wanted to do it. It's mm. just no point. Could do you think you could golf right handed? Absolutely not. It feel it would feel like me trying to throw a baseball with my left hand. I couldn't swing a club left handed. There's no way. Especially in a, with golf, <laughs> dude. No. It's like my no brain is way. like all all of a sudden like doesn't work. I could putt. Putt's very different. Put, putting, I could probably, I could switch. Yeah, I mean that's, you know, we'd probably you'd probably be just as bad either way. <laughs> I mean, at least speak for myself on that one. But wow, nothing to talk about on our round on What's Sunday. No. <laughs> Red Hawk kicked my ass. The rough was rough. Mm-hmm. Duffed a lot of terrible chips. Group in front of us. Group in front of us was slow. slow. Group in front of them was slow. They had Allegedly, walk- they had walkers. <laughs> yeah, they definitely stepped on my ball and buried it. <laughs> and one of the fairway shots you hit, or something. Yeah, yeah, not proud of it, but oh, was that on? Um, yes, it was on that hole, huh? Yeah, where you hit up on them. Yeah. That's where I put three in the neighborhood. I think. Hey, if you hit your shit straight, you would have hit up on them too. Yeah, you would hit. I would have been on the green. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't make sense. Is like they're still in the fairway, and their people they're playing with are on the green already. So it's like, what the hell are you doing for that long on the fairway if that the group you're with dude. is already on the green? Like, what the fuck? That's such a weird passive aggressive thing to do. It's like, but they also like didn't say shit to you like at the following because it's like we were on their ass all day. Yeah. They didn't say anything. They didn't say anything to me, James, James or you. I think because I gave him his phone back. Uh, I think he was nice to us because of that. The dad. Oh. The dad? Yeah. Was, was it? Do you know? You if hit it, up on the dad. Do you yeah, know if it was the same guy that lost his phone? Yeah. Oh. It was yeah. the group in front of us. Wow. And it was the dad that you hit up onto. Okay. And it was the dad who I handed the phone back to. Really? So my guess is that. Oh He yeah. played it cooler because he's like, all right, fucking. You saved me a thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Fine. I guess you almost hit me with a golf ball, so I'm gonna be passive aggressive. Well, so give a wave and then yeah, whatever. I don't know. That would be my guess. I didn't see him wave. Oh, he was pretty irritated. Oh. Uh, yeah, he was definitely pretty irritated. He gave you a long stare back because I was staring at him. I'm like, he looks pissed. <laughs> he does not look happy. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, I wouldn't be either. It's I mean, over. It's like what? What? It's, I, what? The thing I don't understand is like. There's like there's like really close calls and then there's like oh that's in my vicinity. It's like you don't just get mad cuz the golf ball's in I've your vicinity. I've had people go like, off on on the group I was playing with because we hit up on them. It was like, dude, we're like 250 out, I think, 260 out and this dude hit his 4 iron like maybe within like 10 feet of the, these people. It's pretty and close. They like got in our face and they were like you hit up on us. I'm like, whoa. Sorry. Like, I yeah, don't know. It's like, well, you better it's just like, hurry the fuck dude, up. Dude, like, like, what do you get? Like, you apologize, you move on. Like, big fucking deal. Like, it is, I, like, I really... part of the game of, like, but it was like you are the... in, like, an active war zone a little bit. You <laughs> know what like, I mean? It was at Oak Quarry, so it was to the point where they teed off on the next hole and then came back while we were putting and, like, got in our faces. <laughs> no way. <laughs> 
it it's, was, it's different though the the like oh they kind of hit behind us but if they keep doing it over and over again and you have like kids and shit that's a little different story yeah. i mean that was the one time we did it and we said sorry and they they were just going off and they told the marshal and we told the marshal straight up like well they need to hurry the fuck up it's like yeah that just that just just happens you don't have to asked, get all fucking pissed off we asked them to i think two three holes before if we can go ahead they're like no we had just let the group like because we had two groups Mm. And they had already let the other group go. And they're like, we're not just going to let everyone else go. And it was like to the point where it's like two, three groups were on the tea, like tea box while they're still on the fairway. And we're just like, dude, hurry the fuck up. I hate it so much. I'll be honest. I fucking hate waiting. Very impatient. Well, dude, that was us. Both rounds we played. Even at Temecu? It was like yeah. that? Yeah. 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 It was bad. Fucking hate waiting. Because it's like we would we would tee off and then the girl would have to go to her spot and her tee off. She was so slow, dude. And then it's like we're just waiting. Are you guys down for like a six a.m. tee time to be the first? That's ones when on I the like golf? to yes. play. I want to play fucking early as fuck. Yeah, two good but things. But like the thing is that if you're not the first time, like you are not, like you will be waiting. It's inevitable. Not nearly as bad as you will be waiting if you wait if you play at eleven. It's like a build up over time. Like the people who typically play at six, seven, eight a.m. are the fast players, because they know this shit happens. They're not going to play at one o'clock. I mean, all I'm saying is that group that was like three or four ahead of us at Red Hawk. I mean, they were. I mean, the group in front of us was pretty bad, but I mean, what time did we tee off? Eight ten. Yeah. Fuck. It was still what a five hour round, (sighs) five and a half. I mean, the marshal, like, look, the marshal noticed and said something. It's like, what more can you ask for? What did he say to him? Who fucking knows? I mean, I'm sure they didn't do shit. Like, they probably were just like, oh, okay, cool. It's like they have five holes left. If five holes left, like, what mm-hmm. are they going to do? Play extra fast for 20 minutes? But like, what do you expect when you have people walking, like, the course? I I hold people that are walking up to a higher standard of, like... No, exactly. You, you need to get on your fucking horse, well, in my opinion. And but. Par- part of the problem is that at that particular course, balls are hard to find because of the way they keep the rough. It's like the golf course, if they want to speed up pace to play, it's like... You don't keep the rough at a mm. foot long, yeah. and and you definitely clean up the leaves and make balls yeah. more visible. Like on right. one, it's a problem. Coming coming back, it's a problem. Even on eighteen, all of that tree line there, that's a huge issue. And then even when you start when you start the back nine at ten, all of that all of that hillside, and then the tree line left, all of that all that stretch of holes, it's all a problem until you get to the par three, and it's like really obvious where your ball is going to be. Hmm. It's like that. It's like that in the entire course. It's mm-hmm. like they want. And then and then you get a couple people that walk. It's like oh yeah, there there you go. There that that that's your five five and a half hour round. Doesn't right take there. much. Yeah. But like even then, like. It's also a, a somewhat hilly course, so walking that would suck. Yeah, I mean, it's... Again, I hold walker to, walkers to a higher standard than golf carts. Yeah, no, Meaning, like, sure. you need to be faster than a golf cart. I wanna, I'd want i rather play this again I than Red Hog. Played. I'm down to take a break from Red Hog just because it's so fucking difficult. Yeah. Fine yeah. with me. First time playing it? Yeah, I'm probably... I'd rather play this again. I'm not going to go back. It's nice. It's hard. Not the easiest course. Yeah, first hole I fucked up. One shot at a time. Hey, if it's if it works for Kelby, it's gonna work for me. Mhm. Shout out Kelbs. Kelbs. I want to get him back on. Purple, Purple just, We just gotta go to Vegas. How easy is that? I'll book the Airbnb. <laughs> Absolutely <Same> not. <laughs> we we've already we've already, we have already revoked your Airbnb privileges. They I didn't hear gone. any gunshots. Did you? I mean, 
No. <laughs> no gunshots. No TV either. That's I remember yeah. that. <laughs> well, you always assume. Did you guys have little kids' toys in your room? I, I mean, wish. that's like a bonus. I like, wish I did. Yeah. I have, did you have a TV in your room? I had a broken rib in my room. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I did have a TV. I think I had a TV in mine. Yeah. Well, you assume fucking any house in 2023 has a fucking TV. <laughs> Is that crazy to assume? <laughs> you really do. Like, I would not have. Che- I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna say I would have checked for that because you have to assume that there's a TV somewhere. Do I have to ask if it has a toilet too? <laughs> the fuck are we doing? That's extra. Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. If you guys enjoyed this episode of the Bogey Boys Back Nine podcast, you can uh, give us a follow on the IG Back Nine Golf B A C C Nine Golf. Love to hear your feedback about the episode. Give us any would you rathers. We'd love to talk about them on the pod. You can email us at thebogeyboys with a Z at gmail.com. It's been episode 31. We'll see you guys next week. This is Blake. Your boy Rob. And James. Signing off. Peace. Peace.